Welcome to the Wedding Obsessed Podcast designed to help you plan your dream day. I'm your host, Adriana, and each week I'm joined by the wedding industry's top professionals, celebs, influencers, and friends who share tips, trends, advice, and mistakes they've made so you don't have to. This is the Prenup Podcast. You know Stephanie from her fashion blog, Stephanie Lee NYC, where she has roughly 100,000 followers across just Instagram and TikTok alone drooling over her amazing looks. As a fashion stylist and 2024 bride herself, I was really excited to talk with Stephanie about her wedding planning. I know that all of her followers, including myself, really admire her style and are so looking forward to her wedding. It's going to be one to watch. This episode is more about getting to know Stephanie as a bride and understanding her planning journey, but you can find all of her looks across her platforms. I have them all listed in the show notes. Please join me in welcoming Stephanie from Stephanie Lee NYC to the Prenup Podcast. So if you listen to the end of each episode, you know we do a monthly giveaway of our Prenup Bridal Prep Planner. But in addition to that, we're doing another giveaway that you guys are going to love. You heard me talking about Smart Labels on last week's episode. It's such a great product and it's so versatile, whether you're planning your wedding or you're moving or you just have a lot of things in storage. So the way it works is you download the Smart Labels app and that's available on iOS and Android. Then you label your boxes. Each label has a unique identifier and color to help you organize your boxes. Then you're gonna scan the label. In the app, you can give each box a name, location, description, pictures as well as descriptions of each item inside and that's going to help you easily find any item that you're searching for whether that's your diy centerpieces or your bridesmaids gifts for the morning of your wedding you can search for it in the app and it'll tell you the exact location of the box as well as the label color identifier and any uploaded pictures so you're not going to have to unstack a million boxes, rummage through everything to try to find that one thing that you're looking for, only to find out that it was actually in your mom's garage and not in your attic. You can find out what's in the box without ever actually having to open it. So the winners will not only get this 48 pack of Smart Label stickers, but they will also get one year free of the Smart Label app. I just got mine in and I'm so excited because within the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be putting away all of my Christmas decor and it was very difficult to find all of the things that I was looking for this year. So Smart Labels is going to make that really, really easy for me. To enter, just send a screenshot of your follow or subscribe on whatever platform that you listen or watch this podcast on to my email, which is adriana at the-pre-nup.com. I'll list that in the show notes. And if you want to know more about Smart Labels, visit qrsmartlabels.com. Thank you to Smart Labels for sponsoring this episode. We are going to get started how we start every episode with what we call a little cocktail hour. So just, you know, what's going on in your wedding planning? Or is there any kind of like bridal products or wedding products that you're loving right now? So wedding planning right now is actually going really well. I would say we were off to a rocky start, but I would say right now we're in a good place. Okay. Why a rocky start? What was it? Why a rocky start? So our wedding is destination. So I feel like that kind of opened a whole can of worms of like difficulties. Um, Which I I totally want to get into. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize like what another layer of planning that adds. Oh yeah, for (laughs) sure. So just like issues with just like the language barriers. And then there's just like, there was a lot of cultural differences in the way that like France does a wedding versus how like we're used to doing weddings. So it just took a little time to get things going, but now we're actually at a really good point where the majority of the large things are booked and done. So that's good. That's really exciting. Yeah. 
especially in like in those first few months of planning where you're trying to get all of your vendors and everything sorted, it feels really stressful. And then in like the last six weeks, it feels really stressful. But like there's an in-between period where it's like, okay, we, we have what we can get done, you know? Yes. And I feel like we're just entering that period now where we're like, okay, we can relax for a little bit. Yes. It's nice. We're like taking full advantage of it now. Oh, I love that. Is there anything right now as a bride or for wedding planning that you're like, love it, can't live without it? Um, like, could it be like clothing or yeah, is it more yeah, like for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So my bachelorette party's next month. So I feel like right now I'm so focused on like those types of outfits and yes. things like that. But I will say I haven't found like one specific product yet. Okay. I think I'm like still kind of on the lookout for it. Okay. Oh, I love that. Where are yeah. you going for your bachelor party? So since I'm doing destination, I didn't want to do destination twice. So we're You're going sweet. from yeah, I was like really trying to be considerate of my bridesmaids. So I'm from South Florida. So we're okay. gonna do like Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Oh. So fun. Oh, I yeah. love Fort Lauderdale. I'm actually leaving for Florida on Saturday and I'm so excited because I'm freezing. Oh, nice. So you're from it's, Florida? Yes. Okay. Is your family still there? Or is everybody kind of all over? So my family's originally from Jersey okay. and then my parents were the only two to move down there. So they're still in Florida. One of my sisters is in Florida. Other oh. ones in Michigan and then I'm here. So. Oh my gosh. They, they were smart. I just like, I was just saying to my husband, I'm like, I don't belong here. It's so I know. cold. It I is so cold. every winter, but then once spring comes, I'm like, I love it here. Oh, totally. I know. I, I just want to be a snowbird, you know, 30-year-old yeah. snowbird. Me too. <laughs> that is like the goal for sure. Totally. I love it. All right. So let's get into the main event because I know everyone really wants to know about your planning. Like your style really is just so admirable. So your wedding is definitely yeah. going to be one to watch, but I want to take it back to the beginning. So I want to know a little bit about you and your fiance. How did you guys meet? So we met at a bar right before COVID. So it was like perfect timing. Um, I actually noticed him before, like he, him and his friend just walked in, they went to the bar and I was with one of my friends and I was like, Oh, like those guys are kind of cute. Like maybe let's go make our way over there. Yeah. Um, so we had kind of made our way over there and we're just like hanging out. And then I guess finally they like kind of noticed us. So then they invited us over for a drink and we got to talking, but it wasn't like, like, I feel like I was in such a place where I was like dating so much that I like needed a break from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a month went by and like, he reached out a few times, but I was like a little hesitant. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel like this might just end up how every other dating story has ended up for me. Sure. Um, and then COVID hit. And then we just started to like text back and forth for like two or three weeks straight. And I was like, oh, this guy's actually like a really nice guy. And then I gave it a shot and we went on a date. And then from then we hung out every single weekend. And then it just, you know, became a whole thing. Oh, I love that. That's really sweet. Yeah. And what's his name? His name is Kareem. Kareem. Oh, hi, yes. Kareem. We call him KB for short, but yeah. Cutie. Oh my gosh. That's yes. really exciting. And how did Kareem propose? So we were in Turks and Caicos, one of our favorite places. And it's actually, this is actually a really funny story, but basically every trip we go on, we take like a photo together on my tripod. He like knows this is the thing and he's not like big into taking photos. So of course it's like, 
I'm kind of like, Hey, let's like get our photo for this trip. So he kind of kept pressing it. He's like, Oh, like the second night we're here, like we should go down to the beach for sunset and like get our vacation photo together. And in my head, I'm like, when does he ever care to like go take a photo? Man like, has become so well-trained. Yeah. yeah like, okay. And he kept like, pressing it. And then he's like, Oh, like before dinner, like let's try to get ready a little early tonight so we don't miss the sunset. And I was like, okay, like what is going on? <laughs> so when we walked down to the beach, I could tell he was like getting really nervous. So like I said in my tripod, we were taking a few photos and then I was like, okay, we got it. Like I try to be so quick with it on vacation. So I don't like bother him. Sure. And he's like, no, I think we need to like take a, no, don't be. (laughs) (laughs) I know there's such a pain. He's like, I think we need to take a few more photos. And I was like, are you sure? And then I like feel him like starting to like change the subject and like start to like talk about like a trip that he went on for work, like a day trip. And he's like, do you remember when I went to Boston for a day trip for work? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I actually didn't go to Boston. I flew to Florida and spoke to your, took your parents to lunch and like all this stuff. And then he got down on one knee and then I like blacked out. I don't really remember what happened. I just remember I was like hysterical. And then I hear like clicking in the bushes and there was like a photographer there who had like flowers. It was like a whole thing. Oh my God, that is so cute. He did good. And especially because like he knows I'm not like a, I wouldn't want it done in like a very public place because I get like really shy in those situations. So it was perfect. It was just us two and the photographer and that's it. Oh my God, that is so cute and sweet. It sounds like he did a perfect job. So when was this? When did he propose? So this was November, 2022. Okay. So we had about, we're going to have like an 18 month engagement. I was going to ask. Yeah. So like, did you want to leave a little more time? Like, did you know right away where you wanted to do it? And I want to get into like all the planning stuff too, but. For sure. Um, Well, we knew right away that for the first month after we were engaged, we didn't want to start planning. We were like, let's just enjoy this. That's just like, you know, enjoy it and be with our fa- friends and family. It was like the holiday so time. smart, Stephanie. Like take the time with just the two of you and your loved ones and like just, just celebrate it. Just enjoy that sure. part of your life. For sure. Like actually enjoy the moment. Yeah. So we didn't start looking until – so I guess we actually took a little longer than a month because we didn't start looking until like the new year. Okay. Um, And then we knew we wanted a summer wedding. So we kind of knew – Summer 2023 was a little too short of a time frame. Yeah. So then we started to look 2024. And then that's when I kind of started to look at venues and yeah. So exciting. So wedding will be this summer. Yes. End of June. End of June. And where in France? Are you sharing that info? So it's at a chateau about an hour south of Paris. Wow. So it's like in the countryside. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's going to be so fabulous. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm like, I can't wait for it to just be here already. We've been waiting so long now. I'm so excited for you. I'm going to be like eating all this up. Do you have a lot of people going to the wedding? So the RSVPs aren't due until end of this month. So we're not sure on headcount yet, but I invited around 130. Okay. But since it is destination, we're like assuming a lot of people won't come. So we're- sure thinking it'll be like 75 to like 85. That's like perfect. That's I so know, ideal. Like, that's kind of nice. Like, <laughs> like as like much as you want perfect. everyone to be able to come, it's like, 
well, if a couple people can't, like, that's a really great number. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I'm like, so okay with it. I'm like, yeah, I think it'll be better. So absolutely. Absolutely. So what kind of theme or aesthetic are you going with? Sure. So night one, um, which is also so great about the chateaus because we have it for two nights. So oh. night one is like our rehearsal dinner night. And this, I'm going to just go for a very like clean, simple, romantic. So a lot of whites, a lot of candles, white roses, things like that. And then the second day, the wedding day, I'm thinking very like fairy tale, like French I don't know like how I would like describe the name, but think like antique roses and like a color palette more of like antique orange and antique pinks and things mm-hmm. like that. Like very like typical like, like French fairy tale. Yeah. Yes. Oh, is oh what God. I'm going for. We'll see. We'll see if it happens. Oh, I love that. What what inspired that? Did you have like someone or something in mind when you were thinking of that theme? So I always thought I would just do all white and that's kind of what I'm doing for night one. But I knew I wanted the two nights to be a little bit different. Yeah. And then I think the chateau itself really inspired me because it's like, there's a lot of pinks and yellows and I, I, I don't know. I felt like it was reminding me a little bit of like Richardson vibes and things yes. like that. So I was like, let me just switch it up and like, let me play off of the chateau and the interiors there and all the colors. So I feel like that's kind of what inspired me. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I imagine you have a wedding planner, yes? Yes. Okay. Awesome. She's located so, in France. She's located in France. Yeah. So what was your process for finding your wedding planner? Because you are doing a destination wedding. Yes. Um, so we actually lucked out. We found the chateau, the venue ourselves. Oh, and neat. Then, yeah. The owner of the chateau actually recommended her. He's like, she's done plenty of weddings here. So she kind of knows the ropes um, and she comes highly recommended. So you had the planner was recommended from the Chateau. So when you were looking for venues, was France like top of mind? Were you guys thinking, yeah, we definitely want to do it here and started looking for Chateaus? No. So we were looking in New York, New Jersey, um, the city. We were looking all over local. and for what you get for the price for a Northeast wedding, we were just like, wait, this, this is like actually crazy. Like we were like, we're in the wrong business. Like we need to open a wedding venue up here. Um, so I was like, you know what, let me just look. Cause he wasn't as open to destination as I was. My eldest sister had a destination wedding and she highly recommended it, but he just thought we like would have too many people to invite. And it's, you know, it is, you're asking a lot more of your guests. Sure. Um, but I was like, you know what? Let me just like look and see. So my eldest sister got married in Italy. So I knew I didn't want to do Italy. Yeah. Not that I didn't want to. I love Italy. It's but so beautiful. Like, but Diversify a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I was like, let's switch it up a little bit. So then I started to look in France. Um, and this was actually the first chateau that I found. And I okay. had a FaceTime tour with the owner. And he was so beyond sweet. And what I loved about this is that we actually have it for two full days. So There's no one coming in at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. saying, okay, shut the music off. It's done. Like we have, like, he's like, you tell us when you're done. And obviously it's just like a one-time cost. So I was like, this is way better than some of these venues in New York that you have it for five, eight hours. 
And then you have to find a new place and you have to book someplace for the rehearsal dinner. It's like a whole thing. So I was like, it's kind of nice to just have one place for all of your events and no one's kind of kicking you out or giving you a time frame. And so it just kind of made sense. So then I, when I spoke to my fiance, I'm like, okay, this price for this is so much better than this price for that. So it kind of made sense to him that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Because being in the Northeast, like that is what I'm used to. Like you said, like it's, it's really, really expensive. And I talk to people from all over and, you know, as the wedding industry kind of expands and people are like open to it, of course, everyone's spending more and more money, but it's absurd. Like in the South, when people hear what people pay in Rhode Island, Mm. New York, Connecticut for weddings, it's like, yes, (laughs) shock to the heart. No, it's, it's actually crazy. Some of the quotes we were getting, we were like, like, how is this possible? Yeah. This is wild. Yeah. People don't believe me when I say like upward 500 plus, plus, plus per person oh, yeah. in the United States. And it's, I would much rather be in France. If you could swing it, that's like the dream, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where I was like, okay, I feel like we're just getting so much more for the money there. So And plus, it's an experience. We're giving our guests an excuse to travel. We love to travel so much. So it's like we're sharing a little bit of something that we love with our guests. So I'm happy he was on board for it. Yes, I'm happy he was on board too. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, So as far as the planning, because, you know, of course, it is in France and you have your wedding planner, which is so awesome. So did your wedding planner help you with getting most of your vendors or did you have certain things, people in mind already? So I like, I never had anyone in mind. I feel like I was, when I came into the whole wedding planning, I was like, I don't know where to start. I've never been the person to be like, oh, I want this type of dress or I want this photographer there. Like I came in so clueless. So she helped with majority. I found my makeup artist through Instagram and I found my photographer through like a recommendation of a friend. Um, so those two I found because those two were my most important for me personally. Totally. So the rest she found, like the caterer, the florist, the DJ, the band, that stuff she found. So amazing. It's helpful in that way. That makes a lot of sense too, because like you can get a recommendation from someone, from anyone, even like a best girlfriend for makeup. And it could just be completely not what you're into, like not your style. So it's important to actually see the things like, you know, photography, it's the same thing. Like you want your photos to kind of reflect your style. For sure. And exactly what you said, like the photographer to me was one of the most important things because that's the one thing that you get to keep from the day. And I feel like with our proposal shoot and our engagement shoot, we just kind of went with like a random photographer and I really wasn't crazy about the photos. So I was like for our wedding, like I need to make sure the person who we go with like understands our style, understands what we're looking for. Like, I don't want to end the wedding and then we don't love the photos. Like that to me was most important. Totally. totally. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So with, with your wedding planner, would you say like you wanted to be a little less hands-on, like have her take the reins of, of most of the stuff? Um, I would say I I was actually pretty hands-on, I would say. Like everything okay. she booked, she 
like showed us it and like she gave us like a bunch of choices and like I feel like I was pretty like okay let's do this and this and this and then she went ahead and booked it yeah um just because I feel like there was so many differences in the way that they do a wedding versus how we do a wedding so I just wanted to make sure there was no surprises day of wedding um but now I feel like she understands our personal style more and like how like the U.S. does weddings so she's been doing more now but in the beginning I feel like I was pretty hands-on I was like I don't mind if you like blow up my email I want to see everything I gave yeah. it so absolutely was, what was, was most surprising to you about the differences between how they do weddings in France and Europe versus the U.S. so there was actually a few but I would say the most surprising was the cocktail hour so like we're used to like Jersey weddings where like the cocktail hour is like a huge thing you have all the different setups of food like all the different types of cuisines. Like it's like a whole, like people love cocktail hour. That's that's usually my favorite part of a wedding. Totally. So when we sat down with the caterer and with her, they were like, okay, pick four little, like, I can never say that word. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Yep. Yeah. Hors d'oeuvres. Like pick four that will be passed around. And we're like, four, we're like, we need like stations. We need like 12 different (laughs) options. So at first they were like, whoa. And then I feel like they understand now. So we're kind of doing like a compromise. Um, and also the cocktail hour, they were like, usually we do 30 minutes. I was like, I think we need at least an hour. Like, yeah, this yeah. is the part where everyone's like talking, you know, mingling, eating, enjoying. So of there course. Like a few differences there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, everything there is just so much more like laxed. And, yes. you know, we're especially being from the Northeast, like, you are very chill. So I'll speak for myself, but like a little more high strung and like fast paced. And it's like, we were used to things in a certain way, Uh, but it's kind of nice going outside the box and like getting kind of immersed in that culture. And it sounds like you two are really using that, which is very cool. For sure. And exactly what you said though, that was something I had to get used to because I feel like in New York, we're so like, let's get things done, 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 booked. And over there, like, I felt like I kept saying, like, hey, can we get this book? She's like, it'll come. Like, we'll get there. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I need to relax. But this is not how it's done in New York. Like, you book your DJ a year out. We just booked ours. And it's six months out. So I did have to get used to it a little bit. (laughs) Totally. And there's also this idea here. Everyone puts this pressure on you, whether it's your planner or your family, your friends. like, people are booking up. Like you need to book your person right away. I was actually just talking with another planner about this. And yes, while that's true, like if you're most coveted person, like you want to get on them right away. But you also have to give yourself time to realize like whether you actually like this vendor, whether they're going to fit into the mold of your wedding. So I wish that we could take a little bit of a European page from the book. When it comes to wedding planning here, because it makes things so much more stressful and it should be just so exciting and fun. I completely agree. And exactly what you said, like so many things, I feel like I was just like, okay, yes, book it to get it done. But looking back, I'm like, if I had more time, would I have chose things differently? I don't think you're alone in that. I think so many people feel that way. A lot of people feel that way with the dress. Like I was just going to say the dress too. Totally. Did you get your dress already? Yes, because now they're like, you have to get it a year out. I'm like, my fitting isn't until 10 weeks before the wedding. So I'm like, why did I need to pick it a year out? I know. I know. Like some of the designers I get 
you know, a lot of, they're like handmade, they're custom to order. So on the safe side, like it could take up to six months. And if something goes awry, like I, I get it, but it really does kind of detract from the experience. And I feel like wedding dress shopping is still so antiquated. Like, okay, you know, you go to the bridal shop and it takes this period of time, but we've come such a long way in fashion that I feel like there's so many more things readily available that can like ship easier and it doesn't all have to be like custom. I don't know. I I wish that aspect changed a little bit also. No, I, I completely agree with that. I Are think you- the whole like dress buying situation is so crazy. I know. I know. It's nuts. So I, I'm imagining just because you are our style maven that you're going to have a couple different looks. Are you doing yes. an outfit change for the night? Yes. So I think I'll, I'll wait like until the after party. So like until very, very late to do the change. Um, but yeah, I'll just do one change. I noticed some people do like two or three changes. I'm like, how do you even like have time in each dress? I um, know. That's the sad part too. Cause you spend so much like money on a dress. It's not all about that, but no. you, you like have your moment with your dress that you're going to get married in. Like, I like your idea of it. Change for the after party. Like you don't yes. need a million dresses. We have all of these surrounding activities. Like you said, you know, your bachelorette party is coming up and you're going to have all these different looks for that. And your bridal shower and there's a the dinner party. There's plenty of opportunities for lots of outfits. It's for so sure. exciting. And I think a lot of people also get into this, like, I have so many different ways that this could go. And I kind of want to satiate all of them, but like, I don't know. It sometimes it's a little overkill. Oh, it is. Well, and that's also the thing I feel like because we are like the era of like bridal TikTok, bridal Pinterest. Like I kept going back and forth. Like I called my mom so many times and I'm like, do I love my dress? Because now I'm seeing all these weddings on TikTok and I'm second guessing it. And she's like, you you knew exactly what you wanted going in. As soon as you tried it on, you knew. Do not second guess yourself. She's like, your style is very simple and timeless in in that sense for that type of dress. She's like, you're looking at all these like crazy, beautiful gowns on TikTok. She's like, but that's not what you wanted. You wanted more simple. You wanted more timeless. So don't second guess. So I keep having to tell myself like, don't second guess it. It's so hard to, but your mom's right. Like, that is such good advice because trends change so fast now. I mean, last year it was everything with the pearls and the year before it was everything with the feathers and, you know, like what's plunging. And now it's like very modest. It's like if you know your style and your body and you love your dress, like you will always love it. You'll look back and you'll feel happy and you'll feel comfortable. But yeah, we're just exposed to so much, which is great. And it's, it sucks also. (laughs) It's really, and especially because like a few months after I bought my dress, I went to bridal fashion week for the first time. The best. And sitting in like the runways for bridal, I was like, oh, this is like torture because I already had my dress. I know. It's okay. It all worked out. So (laughs) I know. And it is, it's like bridal fashion week. It's like my favorite time of year. I I absolutely love it. But I got married in 2021. And every time I'm like, damn, like I, I would have loved to wear that. I'm like, hey, 
your time passed. Like you picked what you picked. You loved it. Like be happy, you know? For sure. Like you loved it in that moment and it made sense. So don't have any regrets, you know? Totally. Totally. Absolutely. So Stephanie, what are you most looking forward to when it comes to the wedding? So I feel like every time I picture my wedding and what really gets me excited is like the moment right before I walk down the aisle, like that moment I feel like I'm most excited for. Because then I feel like once you walk down the aisle, everything comes at you so fast and the night goes so quick. And But I'm like really looking forward to the moment right before to be like, wow, okay, it's all happening. Like everything's in place. We're here. Like that I'm really looking forward to. And then of yeah. course, dancing with all of our friends and stuff. Oh yeah. It's, it's so special, but you're right. It's like at that time, that's the last point where you're like, oh, it's all done. Like everything that we could do, it's done by now. And if anything right. like does go awry, which it won't, like there's nothing that can be done now. We're just going to enjoy the night. And like, this yeah. is what we came here for. Yes. So like, I want to remind myself that yeah. It's in that moment. Like we're here, whatever happens, happens. Like it's all out of my control now. Like let's just enjoy, be in the moment. Like and totally enjoy the wedding that we yes. spent so long planning. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Are you doing things a little more traditionally, or would you say you're more of like the anti-bride? So I think I'm like split 50-50. Okay. I love that. Um, is there like any like example you have in mind? So just in terms of like, like who's walking you down the aisle? Are you doing first looks? Are you doing like any of that kind of stuff? So my dad will walk me down the aisle. Love that. And we're not going to do a first look. I okay. told him like, I want it the first time that we see each other to be like when I'm walking down the aisle. But I said, I'm like, you still have to get ready a little early to start getting like the groomsmen photos out of the way, the photos with you and your family out of the way. Because I want us to enjoy cocktail hour. I was like, I really don't want to like miss cocktail for photos. Like as important as they are, like I want to like enjoy every moment. So I was like, we both need to be good about like getting some of those out of the way, especially because we're not doing a first look. We can't get ahead on our photos together. Right. Um, We are going to do first dances. So I'll do one with my dad. He'll do one with his mom. We're not going to have a sweetheart table. Okay. All of our friends flew this far to like be with us on this night. Like I want to sit with them and enjoy. Um, what else? We are going to do a cake cutting, but I think it'll be more off to the side and like, just for like a quick little photo op. Like, I don't think it'll be like a whole to do. Yeah. People are like very against that now. I've noticed people are doing them less and less or what you guys are doing, like not really making an announcement for it, just kind of having it off to the side. But I, I love what you're doing because I still think it's really special to have that picture. <laughs> I love oh, yeah. that picture. Sure, I think it's so cute. And you're getting a huge cake. So it's like, you might as well. <laughs> might as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So is there anything that you are maybe dreading is a bad word. I don't want to put that word on your wedding, but like maybe not looking forward to or something that's kind of stressed you out throughout the process. Um, hmm. I feel like because I'm trying to think, I think that not that I'm dreading, but we're splitting up our honeymoon and we're going away for a week before and a week after the wedding. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I'm like not dreading the week before, but I'm hoping that I'll be able to enjoy where we're going and like relax and like 
because it's going to be hard to relax a week before a wedding. Right. So I'm a little nervous about that. But I'm, I keep telling myself, like, at that point, everything will be done. Everything will be booked. Hopefully no one's like, everyone's planning their like travels done. Like no one's asking questions anymore. So hopefully we can enjoy. Yes. Yes. During that time, like if I could give you any advice, I would say get get a little sun kissed, but you know, keep the sunscreen on, be yes. hydrated, That's just like, yes, exactly. Exactly. And that'll be really nice. I've never actually heard of anyone splitting it up and doing the week before and the week after. And I think that'll be really special for you and Kareem to just kind of have that last, like, this is our last trip together before we're married. And like, yes. and I think it, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Like it, it made sense also just like with time off for him um, to leave like the Friday before the wedding so that we did like, we didn't waste like a whole weekend. Yeah. Um, but we also did want like the time together alone. No one's bothering us. Get a little sun kissed, like relax a little bit and then go to the wedding and then have another week together. So I love that. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. So what are you doing about getting dressed there? Like getting the items that you need there? Yeah. Oh, so I guess that is another thing that I am dreading a little bit because we <laughs> haven't really like talked about it or, but I guess I'll carry my dress on. Okay. Um, we're going to have to ship a lot of stuff over, I think. Yeah. So we, we really have to think of that, but I think like his tux, my dress will carry on. Yeah. And then I guess all my other outfit changes will, I'll just put in like a suitcase that I'll carry on with me and then yeah. normal vacation clothes can get checked and hope for the best that it gets there. <laughs> oh yeah, it, absolutely. It absolutely will get there. And they're like, airlines are so cool about that too, for the most part, especially if they know beforehand, like they'll hang it and they're, they're typically sure. really good about that. So yeah. I yeah. don't think it's anything to worry about, but sometimes people have like a little trick or something. <laughs> I know. Like, I like to look that up and like figure out like what's the best garment bag and like all that stuff. I'm like, I got to figure that out. TikTok always has the answers. <laughs> it does. It really does. Doesn't it? I mean, anything I'm ever looking for, I'm like, uh, let me see who made a video on this. Hey. Hey. <laughs> So are you doing um, any like bridesmaids, bridal party? Yes. So we're both having a bridal party. Um, We're each doing six. Oh, perfect. Yes. I feel like it's a good amount. And we'll have them like stand up there with us. Because I notice it's a trend now. A lot of the bridal parties sit in the audience. Yeah. So I think we're going to, as of right now, we have them standing up there with us. Um, and there, so the chateau is actually nice that like all of our family can stay there. And then there was actually room for both our bridal parties to stay on the premise as well. That is so fun. Yeah. So it'll be really fun. Oh <laughs> and then my the gosh. rest of the wedding, there's a hotel not too far. So perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And everyone can just kind of like hang out that whole weekend. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited oh, for you. Like, I'm just so ready for it to be here and enjoy it. <laughs> I know. I know. So Stephanie, what was, is there anything that was like a non-negotiable for the wedding? Like something you either had to have or it was an absolute no. So for me, it was the photographer. I just, I had to, like I said before, this was something that was very important to me. And I really wanted to go with someone who I felt comfortable with and who I felt like understood what I was going for. And the girl that I 
chose. She's actually from Florida and I love to shoot. She's like close to my age and she follows me on Instagram. So she already sees the type of photos that I love. And she just, it really felt like she understood my vision. Um, and what I love, it's actually her and her fiance. So it's mm -hmm. great because her fiance could go in with like my fiance and all his groomsmen the whole morning while they're getting ready, shoot them. And then she's in with us. Yeah. So it was kind of nice that it is a team that there is a guy, there is a girl. Um, Cause I'm sure the guys are more comfortable maybe with a guy photographer. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. you know, and I feel like sometimes a girl photographer can help more like in the sense, like, Oh, like if your bra strap showing or like your eyelashes popping off, like sometimes like, I don't know, maybe if guys would notice that, but I just felt like she would get that type of stuff. It's so true. And not to say that guy photographers don't, but you're so on the money. Like it's, it's yeah. good that you picked up on that because a lot of them don't because it's just, they're like, they're so into, as are, are women photographers, but they're so into the shot. Yes. Sometimes yeah. like they're like, oh, it, like there's something imperfect. Like that enhances the shot. Like that's yes. a good thing for the picture. Yes. Whereas we as ladies and some of us as men as well, like we're a little more concerned with the vanity aspect. Like it is yes. our wedding day here. We want to look beautiful and gorgeous and perfect. Sure. <laughs> like if one of my hair is sticking up, like tell me. <laughs> like, totally. I know. I remember on, not on my own wedding day, um, I they kept posing Jake and I, my husband, and I kept like doing this thing with my shoulder, like lifting my shoulder up and my photographer kept pushing it down. He was a guy and he's like, oh, like put your arm down. And I was like, I'm trying to do skinny arm and you are, <laughs> you're pressing it against my body and I really don't appreciate that. Not the vibe. Yeah. Not the vibe. There's little things like that. And, and I noticed that during our engagement shoot, we had a, a male photographer, which once again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But the way I was in a short dress and the way he was shooting from so below half the photos we couldn't use because you kind of saw it in my dress. So I was like, I just feel like maybe they don't think ever think about that because they're never wearing a short dress. So they don't right. think of those things. So I was like, I just want <laughs> I just want someone who kind of understands all the things we go through and all the things we want to highlight and all the things we don't want to highlight. It is. It's so, so true. And photographer, too, like. They're, we always say they're second in command. So like they are with brides and wedding parties so often that they know those little things. Like a lot of them will pull out something and they'll like stitch it together. If you know, a strap, yeah. like they're so on it and they're so good. And the day really revolves around their timeline. So For spending sure. all of your time with your photographers, you have to yeah. trust them. You have to love them. So yeah, you have to like their energy and how they work and yes. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But just really quickly, as far as just because you have such a big social media presence, and I know a lot of people are going to want to see the ins and outs of your wedding. Are you thinking of doing like a um, day of content creator or any of that kind of stuff? Yeah. So um, someone in London actually reached out to me and since she's close by. So I'm actually in like talks with her now. We're trying to figure out like how best to do it with like or flying or taking a train or something like that. But my photographer actually offers a social media package. So alongside of her doing the photos, she'll get like a bunch of behind the scene videos. But I think I might want a content creator there as well. And that would be like their sole project. Cause I feel like during the major moments, my photographer is going to be focusing on the photos. Totally. So I feel like 
a content creator can be focused on like the videos. So I do think I will have one there. I figured I might as well. And she's local. So yeah, I think that's actually so smart, especially for someone like you, because they're becoming day of content creators are becoming so much more popular for any person, even people who, you know, don't have a big social media following. It's just to have that kind of like immediate stuff. And I think because your photographer offers it, like that's so great to have like some stuff that you can share and some stuff for yourself, but like almost for, you hate to say it, but for like work purposes to have a day of creator to really just pump that stuff out on socials will be. For sure. Because I don't want to have to be worried about it. I don't want my bridesmaids to have to be worried about it. And exactly what happened at my bridal shower, because I already had that. um, I was so busy on like setting up and like getting ready for everyone that I look back and I don't have one photo of my tablescape. I don't have one photo of the flower bouquet arrangements. I don't have one uh, one photo of the desserts. I was like, I was so busy. I was, people came early and then you're greeting everyone. And then you're, you know, you're trying to enjoy in the moments. I was like, obviously for that day, I I didn't think I needed a content creator, but I think for the wedding, for sure. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And we're all going to be looking out for it. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I am. I'm really, really excited. So a couple of things I want to do before we end, but is there anything else that you wanted to like share about the day or, and I'm going to give you, you know, especially at the end, like opportunity to plug anything that you want to plug, but anything about the wedding that we didn't touch on? Hmm. Um, like in terms of like aesthetic or sure. Like anything that, yeah. Like anything that you wanted to share that like maybe we didn't cover. I'm trying to think. I feel like we okay. covered a lot. So if there isn't any, oh, tell me. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm excited for, so we hired like for the cocktail hour, we're doing like a quartet. Yeah. Yeah. Like a string quartet. A string instrument, so that I'm excited for. And then for the after or the dinner and dancing we're having, I, I was really excited about these two. There's a saxophonist and then um, an electric violinist. Stop. She so she's like comes in like a normal like dress because she'll like help with the ceremony and then during the party part it lights up and she's like in the crowd with everyone like playing her violin and the videos look so insane so I'm really really excited for that. How fun is that? Oh my gosh, nothing gets me more hype than sax. Like oh, me too. We like (laughs) we were like we need a sax there. Totally. Have you ever been to um, Avocado Grill in Palm Beach? No. Oh my gosh. It is it's so fun. Just a little like sidebar, but um they do brunch on Sundays and then around eleven. And it's like very casual, you know, like families, whatever. Around eleven o'clock, this guy just gets up on the bar and he starts playing the sax and it just turns into like this great party. It's, yeah, it's so fun. Cool vibe. It's a whole vibe. Oh, the sax, the electric violin. It's gonna like this is gonna be a rager. You're going to have yep. the best of everything. This like romantic, French, picturesque, and then you're just going to be like vibing out. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. And also like on the premises, there is a pool. So I'm like, I'm wondering if everyone at the after party will like jump in because I'm Stop. kind of down for that. Stop. So, yeah. I <laughs> we'll see. love it. I, oh, those are the best pictures. Like when everyone's just jumping right? into the pool. Jumping and into the pool. Like why not? At that point, I- why not? 
I love that you're that kind of bride. And it, you know, just seeing you on social, like your style is so polished and like, you know, you kind of like, I knew you would be nice because we had emailed, but like you're so down to earth and you're just so lovely and sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah, is, absolutely. It's so funny though when people are like, oh my God, you're so like polished. Cause I'm like, if you know me in real life, like I'm really not. <laughs> I think like I just love that type of style, like very clean and, you know, fitted things like that. But I was like, and my fiance always laughs too, because he always says I'm like a, what's the saying? Like an elephant in a china shop or something. Cause I'm like so clumsy <laughs> yeah. and messy and like whatever. So it's so funny when people are like, oh my God, you're so like polished. I'm like, am I? <laughs> I don't know. I love that. Oh my gosh. No, you, you seem it, but like you have, you have the best of everything. It seems like you're just like an ideal bride. You're enjoying the process and you're having fun with yeah. it. And that's what everyone should be doing. That's what I'm really trying. And, and especially because I am a content creator and I, I see how so many people do their weddings. And I, I said, I was like, I'm not getting married for content. <laughs> like right. this is such an exciting part of my life. The content comes second for this part. Like, yeah, so I, I, I really want like the actual, like the wedding and that the feeling of like being present to come first. That is so spot on Stephanie. Like I think so many people who are in your position with a huge following don't realize that, but people see through it when someone is doing a social media wedding versus like you'll see someone who has maybe like 200 followers go viral because like they weren't thinking about that they were in the moment and they're just like I don't know I think if you are if you go into it genuinely the way that you are like you will have not only the content for you know your socials but like you'll have it for yourself and the memories like you can never you're only going to do this once for sure. And exactly that. And even hiring a content creator, it's, it's just for more videos for me to have personally. I don't, yeah. I don't really know how much I will share. Obviously I'm going to share parts of the wedding, but I know. I'm like, please share a little bit. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched some creators, huge creators share so much. And I'm like, that's, I love that. I love how I feel like I'm at their wedding, but I also do have to respect like the privacy of like my fiance is not the most public person. Like sure. he like, you know, to keep some things private. And so I do need to think of that sense. But once again, that, that to me is not nearly like the purpose of this. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Absolutely. But I'm glad you can see through it. Cause I didn't know if I, you know, like. Yeah. I, I think people are like consumers of social media. Like they don't get enough credit. Like there's a reason that things really resonate with people. And it doesn't just go for like weddings. It's for creators themselves. Like people, I think, really take a liking to you, not just because of your style, but there's like a genuine nature as well. And when people don't have that, it's like, I don't know, it feels like they're trying to be like tricked or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like I always say to my friends, like the purpose of getting married, at least for me, it's like, I'm not trying to use this as like a growing point in my career. Like yeah. this is like a very personal, happy moment in my life. Like totally. if, if I post about it and people like what I post, great. But like, that's 
not the goal here. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This isn't like a work endeavor. This is your, your yeah. real life. <laughs> this is my wedding. Like I want it to feel like an, a real wedding, like a normal wedding, not like a content creator wedding. Absolutely. So. And you know what? That's probably why I'm like jonesing for it so much because I. it's not like you're like, ride this, ride that. But like you are doing your work day to day, like your fashion, your styling. And I just happen to know that you're a 2024 bride because that's a little bit of part of your life. And like, I saw that your fiance picked your wedding shoes, like cute stuff like that. That's just kind of sprinkled in and it always leaves me wanting more. (laughs) I'm trying to like only share it as I go along. So now that my bachelorette party's next month, I'll probably start to show some bachelorette outfits. Yes. And I want it to be like authentic to that. It's actually happening in my life. Okay. Now it's time to shop for the bachelorette. Let's shop for the bachelorette. So totally. I love that. It's been fun to do more bridal content and start to go to bridal events and stuff. I'm like, this is like a a whole new aspect to the industry. It is really fun. (laughs) It is. It is. It's fun to lean into, but you are doing it in the perfect way. I think like not milking it, not forcing it. You're just like creating as you go. Thank you. That means a lot. So <laughs> It's true. It's the truth. So yeah. I wanted to get your advice today, Stephanie. So sometimes listeners will send in questions and I have one today that I thought you would kind of be perfect for. So okay. I'm going to read it to you. This one is from Nicole. Hi, Coley. Um, Nicole was actually a friend of mine as well, but this was her question. Okay. I've... I've been married for two years and my ring is beautiful, but I'm over my setting. I've been loving the idea of having my ring reset in a bezel setting. Is it wrong for me to want to change my ring that my husband bought for me? I absolutely love the diamond, but I'm looking to switch things up a bit. So thoughts on changing the setting of your engagement ring or your wedding ring over time? I think... Like I'm so for that. And I think as like times change, your personal style change, trends change, like there's nothing wrong with that. And I love how she is keeping the original diamond because that to me is like the sentimental part. The setting is just how it's presented. Totally. I feel like it is kind of fun to switch it up like throughout the years. And like even my mom, she had um, back when she got engaged, it was very popular to do the yellow gold band, which what I have. I, I love yellow gold, but yeah. as she years and years went on, she wanted white gold. So she right. got it. Dipped. So I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. And the whole look of the ring looks so different now. So totally, I, absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I feel like it's kind of fun to switch it up. And yeah, yeah. It, I'm so I, with you on that. I do think like, I guess it depends on the fiance too. Did you ever see that video around social media? It's like, um, all the girls put their rings in a dish and they make their fiancés guess which one is their ring. I'm like, oh. half the guys don't know. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my fiancé would 100% know. So would my. Yeah. Like, I think that if I told Jake I wanted to reset my ring, I don't think he would, like, care, but I think he would be a little butthurt because he, like, picked it and designed it and, like... <laughs> And I do love it. And like, maybe one day I will, because like you said, like, this is something that we wear every day and our style mm-hmm. evolves and changes. Sure. What piece of jewelry do you have that you've had for like 20 years? You wear the same thing. Like no one really does that. So why are we expected right. to with a ring? A hundred percent. Or even if I think like my fiance and I have spoke about it too, he's like, 
I feel like maybe for like our 20 year anniversary, if we renew our vows, maybe we get you a new ring and like we keep this in the family for like our kids. Totally. So I feel like if you do something like that, like it's kind of nice, I guess. Like, And if you don't want to even use the original diamond, if you pass it down, maybe for one of your kids to use when they get engaged, like that's really special too. Totally. I feel like there is a few different ways you can go about doing it, but I, I don't think there's an issue with it at all. So I agree with you. I agree with you. Nicole, go for it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. So Stephanie, last part of the show, we do our after party, which is just a set of four questions that I ask every guest. Are you ready? Yes. I'm ready. Okay. So because you're getting married, these might influence your answers, but um, they can be personal to you. You can answer like as far as what you and Creamer, maybe second on your list or wish list. <laughs> So question number one, what is your dream honeymoon destination? Oh, so I do know this. So, and we were going to do this if we did a local wedding. So I really want to do safari like in South Africa. Um, So, but since our weddings in Europe were like, that's like kind of silly. Like let's stay in Europe because we're already there. So for sure, when we eventually do that trip, I am like so excited for that trip. That's like my dream trip right now. I hear nothing but the best things about it. So many people recommend that. I'm like, I do. I do want to do it. (laughs) Right? It just seems so cool. We would probably start there and end with like the Seychelles, which I think is like very like beautiful, relaxing, and then go home. So I feel like it's like the best of both, like a trip and then a vacation. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what you want for your honeymoon. I, I do happen to think like, for me, I think honeymoon should be relaxing just because you like, you've planned so much and Instead of, I like adventurous vacations and trips, but honeymoon, like take this time to just like chill a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I do agree with that. I feel like that's the route we're going. So I love that. I love that. And then we'll hopefully get to see where you guys go. I don't want you to spoil anything, but um, okay. What is your dream wedding cake flavor? So I'm not like particular about this, but my fiance loves chocolate. Like he is like such a chocolate lover. So we're probably going to do like chocolate inside, but like if he could have it his way, he would do chocolate outside too. Like he he loves it, but so we'll probably do maybe a a chocolate and vanilla mix or something in the inside, but there's got to be chocolate involved. I'm with your fiance. I'm a big chocolate lover myself. (laughs) Okay. Question number three, what song do you need to hear at a wedding? So the weddings that I've been to, this song, I feel like just really gets everyone vibing and having fun, but it's New York, New York by Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And I feel like because most of the weddings I go to, majority of the people are from New York or live in right. New York. So it just like really gets everyone like so excited. And like oh, my best friend's wedding, we just went to, and that was, they ended the night with that song. And it just got everyone like so excited for the after party and like everyone was singing and dancing. Like it's just. It was fun. <laughs> That's really cute. Maybe you do a little New York, New York nod at your wedding. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Love it. Okay. And then last question, Stephanie, one piece of wisdom for any person, couple planning a wedding. So I have a few, but I think the most important one is to really just take time, whether right after your engagement, whether a month before the wedding, whether like the week before the wedding to really just relax yeah. and enjoy the moment because you're never going to have this moment leading up to the wedding ever again. So it's like, 
you're spending all this time planning and it's going to go by so, so quick the night of. So it's like, I really think the best piece of advice was just relax and enjoy like the moment before, because you're never going to get that time back. It's so true. It's really, really good advice. And it's hard to remember it when you're in it, but For sure. it's really important. It's a happy day. So planning it shouldn't be like always so stressful. I understand there's stressful moments and you know we feel it too, but I really feel like just try to like be as relaxed as you can and just make it happy. Like make it like a fun thing planning it because it's a fun day, you know? Yeah. yeah. When you put it in perspective, it's like, we're stressed because we want each other and our loved ones to have like an amazing experience. So it's, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, for sure. Like the fact that you're planning, like if I thought four years ago when I was like going through the dating of New York and that whole thing, like if I was like stressing, like, like if I told myself where I'd be like four or five years later, like I would be so happy. So it's like, enjoy this moment. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I can tell that you are. And I am just, I love following you. Um, I linked everywhere that people can find you in the show notes, but is there anything that you want to add or tell people about? No, I think, um, I feel like I share mostly my bridal on my TikTok, but obviously I'm on Instagram as well, but I feel like both of those are fine. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. So if you want to connect with Stephanie, you can find everywhere below. I so appreciate you coming on. This was so fun. And I feel like I got to know you a little bit and I'm just, I'm so excited for you. If I didn't already say it, I wish you all the best and so many congratulations to you and your fiance. Thank you so much. And like I said, this is my first ever podcast and you just made it so fun and relaxing. So Thank you for that and thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. Please like, review, rate, subscribe, follow, whatever the things are. It's really, really helpful. If you do support us, there's something in it for you too. You'll have the opportunity to win a free prenup bridal prep planner. We give one away every month. I have the directions on how to do that below, so make sure you check that out. Thank you again for listening. Happy planning. See you next Wednesday.